Good morning. It's Tuesday, October 11th. I uh, wanted to get you a market update. Uh, I apologize for not getting a video out this weekend. Um, we had the large bombing of a bridge in Crimea, which is um, basically a, a main support line for Russia to get into Ukraine. Um, it was meant to stymie Russia's efforts to supply troops and uh, resources into Ukraine. It was a, a major blow to Russia's logistics. Um, and it, it fled, it was felt through the grain markets here yesterday. Corn ended up 15 cents, wheat up 55, beans were up 30 at one point and, and had a pretty disappointing close, uh, only up 7 cents. Uh, but it did highlight, again, the geopolitical risks that I've been talking about for a while now. And it's, it's a world event. It's, a, it's a, not tied directly to our markets, but it has an impact on our markets. So it certainly continues to put Putin deeper and deeper into a corner. Um, it's escalating the war, in my opinion. It's not alleviating the tensions in the war. And it's uh, likely to force Putin to be much more aggressive on his approach to the Ukraine going forward. That puts fear in the grain markets uh, about the, the corridor, the grain corridor, and possible nuclear escalation that would put fear into, you know, not just the grain markets, but all markets, especially the energy markets. So that was a big deal over the weekend, and it led to much higher grain move uh, on Monday than the market expected. This leads us into the next piece of data that comes out tomorrow at 11 o'clock. That's the USDA report where the trade is coming in expecting a small drop in the corn yield, a small drop in the corn balance sheet for this year. Uh, no change in the soybean yield or the carryout, uh, a small drop in the wheat carryout uh, from last year. So that'll tighten the wheat balance sheet just a little bit. The market is expecting a small drop in the cotton yield and a small drop in the cotton balance sheet, still banging against record low stocks to use ratios. Better than they were in the report three months ago, but still very, very tight. So that's the setup here. Um, the question is, what will the USDA deliver? They will get deeper into the fields with more farmer uh, you know, surveys, field surveys, uh, where they'll be walking fields and doing their own yield analysis. Uh, many in the trade are still looking for a bigger drop in corn, something closer to two bushels, and no change in the beans. So that's the consensus by the trade. Um, do we get that data? Hard to know. Um, it's the USDA and, and you know, you've got to take their information with a grain of salt, but we will trade that pretty aggressively tomorrow. Uh, we are getting a lot closer to the target we've had on corn for quite a while. That's that, you know, 725, 730 gap area. We're only 30 cents away from that. And so for those of you with uh, corn, I'm going to use this uh, possibility of a tightening balance sheet and a, and a hard algorithmic crazy trade during a report to do some more marketing. And I would recommend you stagger some orders in on your corn, you know, starting at 715, 720, 725, place orders in those five cent increments, 730, and, and get up to 80% sold. Now, for some of you who are, you know, um, a little more risk averse, uh, are going to be happy with these prices and be willing to market the remainder of your crop. And I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, it's been a long, hard year. You've got all your expenses into this crop figured out, and we've got reasonably good yields, and we can go ahead and, and market the rest of your crop. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you sell the rest of your corn crop 
uh, around 725. Uh, the only reason you would hold is if you felt like the geopolitical events um, going into the fourth quarter were going to be more volatile uh, along with energy prices. The, the combination of the two are what's you know what would it it would take to propel corn higher, you know, than the 725, 730 area, and those are very possible, but it's also very risky. So from here, I'm going to make a hard recommendation to be 80% sold, but for many of you, this will be the off ramp on the remainder of your corn, and you will, you know, you have my blessing if that's what you want to do. At this point, it's a very personal choice. For soybeans, it's not quite as clear. Um, you know, we're further away from our next target. Um, and can we get there? Absolutely. You know, if these fourth quarter events that I'm looking for play out and, and the South American weather doesn't play out perfectly, you're going to be back at $15, $16 beans pretty quickly. But for now, the market is anticipating, you know, the, the problems with the river uh, are hurting soybean basis for sure, hurting the soybean market. Um, the prospects of a large South American crop and, and they are behind on plantings, but not a lot, uh, are what's you know keeping soybean prices down. We're just not as competitive as we normally are this time of year going into China. But that can change, of course, at the drop of a hat. So I'm not going to overreact here on beans, even though we're further away from our targets. Um, but you know I'm okay being more heavily sold on corn and holding our beans. That's that's a reasonable position to be in right now today. With the wheat market, we did break through those resistance levels that we've been talking about. So it does open the door to that uh, 1080, 1090 level on Kansas City wheat and the and the the low $10 area on Chicago wheat, where we can finish out this year's sales. And at the same time, take a dip into making sales for next year. Cotton, technically, it looks like it has bottomed. Um, but, you know, we've been tricked a couple times along the way here. But cotton certainly looks like it's bottomed. And our next target technically is in that 103 to 105 area where we could see a reasonable retracement back to that level. Um, you know, depending on the yield and, and the, you know, the export demand, which, you know, ironically is holding in there okay, you know, we, we could see a much higher price later in the year. So for now, you know, those are our targets and, you know, our, the plan going forward. For 23, again, I'm not really interested in doing a lot on 23 unless corn in this run wants to make a run to 650. If we can get these corn to, you know, 650 for next year, um, you know, doing some more light marketing, getting 20, 30% physically sold there is, is I don't think, going to hurt us. If we get beans to $14, getting 20, 25% sold on $14 beans, those are those are prices that I think we can handle. Um, you know, even though input prices are going to be higher, wheat we certainly you know have a shot. You know, getting a lot closer and through ten dollars, so we're going to be patient on that. And cotton and, and at seventy-seven cents, there's really nothing to do here. Uh, we're just going to stand by and 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 let the market trade out. Uh, we got to get a lot closer to ninety cents for next year's cotton before we get too excited about doing anything from here. All right, so that's the update. Hope you have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS.